Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to this. And welcome to the podcast I'll call Kebeta. So today we're going to be talking about the author, I guess one of my recent favorite authors, and with whom I thought I would, you know, introduce you to um, if you have never heard of him. So Jordan Peterson, who was born in 1962, is a Canadian professor of psychology, clinical psychologist, also a YouTuber, and now an author. Well, he became an author, I guess, in, back in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. But today, I'm going to be talking about Jordan Peterson and his book, 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. Dr. Peterson obtained his bachelor's degree in political science and psychology, so you know he knows what he's talking about, from the University of Alberta, and his PhD in clinical psychology from McGill University, I hope I pronounced it right, and he also taught and did research at Harvard University. So the biggest issue with this figure, and it's not really a big issue in my opinion, but which was blown out of the proportion, happened in 2016 when he released a series of YouTube videos criticizing the act to amend the Canadian Human Rights Act and the Criminal Code, or Bill uh, C-16, passed by the Parliament of Canada to introduce gender identity and expression as a prohibited grounds of discrimination. So Dr. Peterson argued that the bill would make the use of certain gender pronouns into compelled speech and related this argument to a general critique of political correctness and identity politics. He subsequently received significant media coverage, attracting both support and criticism. I'm sorry for the background. I'm in the office right now, and there's a bit of construction going on, but I don't think that's going to mess up a lot. But nonetheless, um, I know that many who are listening to him or to this um, episode either know him well and watch his YouTube videos, lectures, interviews, um, or they have heard of him little bit and mostly that's the controversial uh the gender identity and expression bill uh, c16's issue and nonetheless it all did not take away from the book becoming the best-selling list in australia canada france germany the u.s and the united kingdom um so this book 12 rules for life and antidote to chaos still with all the shabazz and collapse and um, the collision around his name really did stand up on its own so he put his clinical practice and teaching duties on hold by 2018 and published his second book 12 rules for life and antidote to chaos um well recently in 2021 i mean i guess um I guess that was the first book that he published in 2018. And then the second book, Beyond Order, 12 More Rules for Life, he published in 2021. Dr. Peterson recently has gone through some several severe issues pertaining to health and only decided to return to his YouTube channel recently, including the publication process, which happened in 2021, where he published a second part to his first book called Beyond Order, 12 More Rules for Life, as I just previously messed up and said. Nowadays, Dr. Peterson returned to his active podcasting and is being active on his YouTube channel with interviews and more things.
Hopefully, he will continue to write more in the future. I think I think he's a great author. I think he's a great lecturer. If you have not seen his YouTube videos, I really encourage you to go and check them out. Here's what you find at the Penguin Random House page, publishing houses that publish his, I believe, first and second book. So one, they say it's number one national bestseller and number one international bestseller. Well, the little synopsis says, what does everyone in the modern world need to know? Renowned psychologist Jordan Peterson's answer to this most difficult of questions uniquely combines the hard-won truths of ancient tradition with the stunning revelations of cutting-edge scientific research. Humorous, surprising, and informative, Dr. Peterson tells us why skateboarding boys and girls must be left alone, what terrible fate awaits those who criticize too easily, and why you should always pet a cat when you meet one on the street. What does the nervous system of the lowly lobster have to tell us about standing up straight with our shoulders back and about success in life? Why did ancient Egyptians worship the capacity to pay careful attention as the highest god as the highest of gods? What dreadful paths do people tread treed tread? I guess treed when they become resentful, arrogant, and vengeful. Tread. Tre I, I yeah, I guess tread, yeah, whatever. Um sorry. I've been out for a long time. Either way, <clears throat> Dr. Peterson journeys broadly discussing discipline, freedom, adventure, and responsibility, distilling the world's wisdom into 12 practical and profound rules for life. 12 Rules for Life shatters the modern commonplaces of science, faith, and human nature while transforming and ennobling the mind and spirit of its readers. Agree, agree, agree. Um, while there has been many critics um, and criticism of his work. I personally knew nothing of the controversy or Dr. Peterson's life before um, I read his book. I simply saw the beautifully modern-made cover of the book and it was a Ukrainian edition and when I was just trying to spend some time and looking around for books before going to my meeting, I saw it, I grabbed it, I got intrigued and his unorthodox way of approaching the topic and the synopsis of the book it made me want to take this intellectual talk and it's a big intellectual talk in the world and as guardian noted ironically um, you don't need to agree with peterson to enjoy this book it's aggressive straightforward and mature um and i don't know about you but such rating would definitely catch my attention any day since recently i have seen more and more of a kumbaya literature coming out being taught in the unis at the colleges the high schools which is good at times but where is the diversity everyone is talking about and jordan peterson and his book actually brings out that traditional point of view that everyone seems to be belittling or forgetting about and i think it does have a place and we should be open-minded to you know um different sorts of opinions if we are talking about the diversity and inclusion and i and i said the quote from guardian um is ironic because later we will see how one of its journalists or writers for the guardian his name is john grace Crace, c-r-a C E, 
did a horrific writing on Jordan Peterson and his book and he basically tried to, you know, uh, portray it in the worst light possible. He made fun of it in in the ugliest way possible and it's really really ironic that the guardian on you know on the ukrainian edition at the back of the book you see that they say you don't need to agree with peterson to enjoy this book it's aggressive straightforward and mature and then one of their writers just like slanders the book with no factual basis therefore as i said before i believe that reading broader spectrum of literature and looking for different sets of authors who value tradition and think that it does have a reason and a place to exist in nowadays world is one of the best ways to educate oneself. As a result, although you probably won't see this work at your honors curriculum or edit as a recommended literature in your poli-sci classes, I highly recommend you to pick it up if you have not already. It's an amazing read. And a side note, when I presented Jordan Peterson work on my reading list, um, which is a list of books that I should have provided um, as a way of showing my intellectual growth during my thesis uh, defense. The thesis committee was very intrigued with why I chose to represent this book and why I chose to put uh, such controversial, in quotation marks, because he's not really that controversial, um, person on my list. However, uh, the biggest lesson that I got about Dr. Peterson and of his criticism is that people only know about him by the media portrayal and tend to believe it without even researching him or reading his book. So basically my committee was all about, you know, getting to know why I chose him and, and they were really interested in asking whether his book was about, you know, destroyed the leftist and everything like that, which is kind of funny when you have already this prejudiced view of a person without even getting to know him, um, watch his interviews and see how he is like and plus read his book. But nonetheless, as a result, even if you have heard all, diff all different things about Dr. Peterson, I urge you to take um, a note and to go and look him up and not take those harsh words about him too close to your heart and give his book a chance and thus his work. Yet, if you're still considering the myth and the portrayal that he is an all evil man go and watch his le lectures and um give him a shot of you know of going and watching a couple of his interviews that he conducts with different uh, intellectual personalities and figures and you will see that you know the fog of rumors will wash away as you will research more on him Nevertheless, although my copy was heavily bombarded with orange sticky notes, and if you want to see that situation, visit my Instagram page again at kebeta.com. I mean, what am I talking about? It's kebeta.ta. So it's kebeta. Um, kebeta page on Instagram where you can find updates and leave a comment or a question. Clearly, I am um, so off today with promoting my Instagram page. But nonetheless, here is a couple of my favorite rules and subsections from 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos by Dr. Dr. Peterson. So, rule number four, which is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. And this is what The Guardian, as I said, the writer named John Crace, 
who's not really a writer and if you go um and i'll provide a link to you so you could go and check it out for yourself it's pretty disturbing that in our day and age i mean it's not really disturbing it's kind of expected of the media these days but that's what he had to say about dr peterson's book he said face it you are never going to be that smart so don't compare yourself to someone who is start by getting on your knees to pray even if you don't believe in god atheists are merely people who are blinded to the true way of being there you feel marginally less useless already okay um honestly clearly this guy has not read the book so this is my comment although the whole book is filled with extraordinary pieces of advice to the younger and even lost people during his conversation on rule four in the section of what you want to see and what you see dr peterson describes daniel simmons experiment in the field of cognitive psychology where he mentions how people who were asked to count in how many soccer balls were shown in the video and although these um, subjects got the number right they totally missed a man dressed in a gorilla costume who was there so why is it important you might ask well dr peterson correlates it to how humans deal with living in a stressed environment which we rather ignore and concentrate on our own personal goals furthermore we only see things that we need to achieve our goal and only tend to see the obstacles when they're right up in front of us unavoidable to omit on the other hand dr peterson also mentions that if we are unable to deal with our problems and things aren't working he gives an advice to change one's system of values which is very important and which is something he emphasizes to be extremely extremely of importance for men and women he theorizes that maybe when we need something it's something that we do not see or cannot see because we might be holding on to personal wishes so hard that we cannot see what is a real necessity in our lives and what we really really need thus coming out of one's comfort and bringing in the change it is a part of becoming a better and a better person and creating a better life for oneself in challenge and change there is progress and enlightenment lastly i thought dr peterson had an interesting conclusion sentence where he states that values and morals are the indicators of our perfection or the absence of it of course it's something to contemplate about for a minute or two so that was my comment nonetheless let's move to the second rule that i liked rule number seven which is pursue what is meaningful not what is expedient and that's what the guardian writer had to say life is suffering the book of genesis tells us that there is no easy way around this so quit looking for shortcuts and start reading nietzsche i mean good for you to be honest i don't really know if you actually read it um life is suffering well no way i mean what we just heard but you know what i'll just read what i got from this section unlike this guy i actually read the book so in this subsection from pleasure for later jordan peterson possesses an interesting and even controversial for some statement he says that if everything seems to crumble in the environment for you to guilt in the god is not a good or right option since the world is perceived through the lens of one's own values 
Thus, if the world seems to be not to one's liking, it might be time to revalue one's values. Maybe it is even time to leave one's prejudices and even sacrifice something that you love the most to then reborn. Before everyone jumps in with ridiculous theories, I would urge you to think what Dr. Peterson really means in this section and take into consideration what I read to you earlier about comfort and change. Because as I, I mean, it's kind of obvious that this man creates rule and it stagnates or I guess um, doesn't stagnate, but it follows in with what he wrote previously. So it is possible to think that this statement in terms uh, can be in terms of economics and one's capital. Of course, it is up to person um, what to do with their money, but it's quite obvious that if he or she spends it all, a prosperous future is not something to be in the rear mirror of any you know, time soon. Thus, sacrifice can bring new good things and thus bring the rebirth of the person and their environment, which shall change for better. That was my rant on what I thought. Obviously, life is suffering, but as Dr. Peterson says, it's not a good idea to blame the God or the world for for the bad situation. Obviously, there are some horrific things, but you know, if if uni doesn't go well for you, if you've been fired from the job, what he's asking of you is to go and think, well, maybe it's for better, you know, there is this phrase, maybe it's for better. And for example, if you feel like you are in the company that doesn't bring you joy, meaning your friends, maybe it's time to reach out from your comfort zone to the zone where, you know, maybe there are people who are waiting for you and they are better for you. So nonetheless, let's move to the third rule. Rule number eight, tell the truth or at least don't lie. And I kind of added also rule number nine, assume the person you are listening to knows something you don't. And I included it because everyone seems to think that Jordan Peterson only listens to himself. And that's what the Guardian had to say about rule number eight and nine. So rule number eight, tell the truth or at least don't lie, he says. To be honest, I'm scrambling around for things, but my publisher tells me I need 12 rules. By telling you the truth about this, I am an improved being, certainly better than you. Okay, great. And number nine, where assume the person you're listening to knows uh, something you don't. He says, just shut up, quit moaning and listening to me. Oh, sorry, and listen to me. I know things you don't, so don't expect me to listen to you. That's not the way things work. I'm here to make you feel better about yourself by telling you things you already know in a way that makes you feel clever. So first, he says that uh, I'm certainly better than you. I'm, I'm, I am an improved being. But then he also says in rule nine that, you know, I'm going to tell you things that make you feel better. I mean, if you're better, then why would you pay attention to others, right? But that's that's the illogical part of, of this man who wrote for The Guardian. Nonetheless, here is my comment on rule number eight. This particular section talks about many things, but I mostly liked how Dr. Peterson mentioned that many people are corrupted because of their emotions and thinking through emotions rather than reason or relying on facts. 
Frankly, while, stu while studying abroad, I have encountered a couple of people who got really emotional during our discussions on politics, specifically the American Constitution and the rights of the U.S. citizen. And although I simply noted that the amendment gave a certain right to a citizen, so technically he was not violating anything, I was instead shammed into not being one of the Americans, so what do I know? If that doesn't speak hypocrisy and emotional outbursts instead of disagreeing while using facts, then I think using factual information or credible research wouldn't reassure anyone or lead to any productive conversation with such people. In the meantime, if there are some listeners who agree with the journalist's statement from The Guardian, if it is even possible to call such person a journalist or a writer, plus you can see the outburst of emotion throughout his attempt to disvalue Dr. Peterson's work, I will leave you with a video to see for yourself what Jordan Peterson is like during a live interview and how much respect he gives to other participants. Spoiler alert, while everyone laughs at a particular phrase voiced by someone, he leans in to listen. Since you know, assume the person you are listening to knows something you don't. Well, that's it for me. Let me sip my tea. Whew, that was a um, kind of calming, at the same time not calming. I really, really didn't like how The Guardian portrayed, well, one of the writers for Guardian portrayed Jordan Peterson's work. It really didn't do any justice or, for that matter, injustice to Peterson's work, since um, at the comment section you see people saying, well, this is rubbish. So, you know, who did, who even hired this guy, you know, um, who did that? So, that's it for me, but I hope you enjoyed listening to this particular controversial, not really, book, its themes, and about its author. And I certainly did enjoy making it and reading his first book and cannot wait to get my hands on his second book. I decided to read it in Ukrainian since I kind of got the first copy in Ukrainian, so I'm, yeah, I'm that maniac to have certain, you know, rules for my books, I guess. But if you have any books that you would like for me to read and then maybe do a bit of analysis, please go to my Instagram page, leave a like, leave a comment, DM me for that matter, and let me know what you guys think, what you're interested in. And again, thank you for listening. Take care. And as I say, don't like, don't take, leave for those who'd appreciate. I'll see you around. Take care. And yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.